What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. And today we're talking Nightmare on M Street. Let's, Let's get, get into, into this. this. All right. Sweet. What's up, everybody out there in horror world? How's everybody doing today? All right, All right. horror fam. This week, this year. <laughs> Welcome to another okay. edition of the Horror Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, my two co-hosts, to my left, the only man who could turn a short story into a very long one, JT. I like to talk. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And to my right, our own mistress of the macabre, <laughs> Breezy. Hello. What's up, guys? <laughs> All What's right, up? everybody. If you guys are just listening to this podcast on our regular, you know, the podcast anchor and all that other stuff and our new audio boom, um, check out our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. We're really active on that. You guys can hit us up there. Um, YouTube, you know, all yeah. the good stuff. Find like us that. on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Go over to them sites and subscribe. Man, It really helps us out. Come, come check us out. We want to make you guys a part of this horror fam. 100%, sure. guys. We want to creep on you. Yeah, yeah let's get creepy. <laughs> anyway, guys, as you heard from in the beginning of this, we are talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And we're going to talk about all of them. Uh, kind of, we're not going to go in detail on all of them, but, you know, uh, we kind of want to mention all. I, to me, this is one of my favorite series. JT doesn't like him at all. No, <laughs> no it's Dude, not that I don't like it. I, I, I think it's a great series. Oh yeah, I'm just giving you I shit. Just, and what we're going to talk about tonight, guys, is a, the series as a whole, not yeah. individual movies. And you know, we're going to touch on a few small parts and a few different. Talk about people. a few of our favorites um, and stuff like <laughs> we're that. We're going to touch on some small parts on some people. Oh, yeah, we oh, are. Yeah. Quit talking about me. <laughs> 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 but anyways, yeah, we're going to basically go through it as a, kind of a whole thing. But we are going to mention some of our favorites, and we'll probably go into a little bit more detail than we did on the other ones. And we got some cool information. Breezy found some cool information about, like, the origin of where Wes Craven came Heck up with this. Yeah. So um, I want to start this off with saying let's have a moment of silence for Wes Craven. Okay, he would not have enjoyed that at all. Fuck but no, he wouldn't. Have. <laughs> uh, Wes Craven, great director. You know, he uh, he started this series. You know, he done so many other things. You know, yeah, he's, he's a genius. Definitely one just, of the legends. Yeah, yeah, one of the horror legends. Great for director. Sure. Gonna be and in, we miss him. He's probably in everybody's top three. Yeah, easily. Yeah, horror. Oh, I know he has mine. Yeah, as far as horror directors go. Um, what's you want to start off with, like, kind of a backstory that you got yeah. on it? Let's, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so what I found was uh, the film was based on a real-life story. In the eight, 1980s, uh, there was an epidemic of people dying in their sleep during nightmares. Uh, they were mostly immigrants from Cambodia, and the condition became known as the Asian Death Syndrome. Sweet. We, we, yeah. we just talked about Cambodia on our last mm-hmm. episode. Sleep mm-hmm. paralysis. You guys got to check that out if you haven't checked it out Heck yet. Heck yeah. Uh, Wes Craven read about the story in a newspaper article and actually got the idea for a, a serial killer who stalks victims in their sleep. Yes. yes. Freddy Krueger was born. Mm. And thank you for that, Wes Craven. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Heck yeah. Okay, so Kruger was partly inspired by a man who actually scared Wes Craven as a kid. <laughs> the man was uh, a drunk neighborhood guy, and uh, 
One night, he was actually wandering on Craven Street, wearing a hat similar to Freddy Krueger's, and uh, he, uh, Wes Craven, actually woke up one one night and uh, the the neighborhood drunk was actually staring in his window and literally terrified Wes Craven. So I found that really interesting. Yeah, that's. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, just sure. seeing how creepy Kruger is in the oh, show, yeah, in the yeah. movies, and knowing that he got that based off of an actual event in his mm-hmm. life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a lot of things that Wes Craven ended up pulling from his childhood and some well, ideas. As most greats yeah. do. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually found out where the name Freddy Krueger came from. Craven's uh, Craven's. Uh, interest in horror was partly inspired by uh, by a time he killed a rat with a bow and arrow as a kid. <laughs> what? Yeah. Dirty rat. Uh, <laughs> we'll shoot you bamboo. That's crazy. I shot an arrow. Well, well the thing is, the is like he was messing around as a kid as like a boy's do and mm-hmm. he pretty much learned a lesson from this this rat that he killed, but the rat wasn't dying, so he saw how much the rat suffered. Ah, gotcha. So it just horrified him. So just the brutality of what the rat went by, I mean... Suffering. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Twitch of the death (laughs) note. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Freddy Krueger's name actually came from his childhood uh, bully. So, Frederick Krueger? Yes. That's fucking good. How would you like to be that guy? (laughs) <laughs> that, yeah. have to live up to that. That movie's you know. based off me, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get into real quick uh, why he came up with red and green being the inspiration of Freddy Krueger's uh, sweater. Um, it says that the red and green stripes of his jumper were picked by Craven after he read in the Science Journal that uh, they were the most clashing colors to the human mm-hmm. retina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I Which know that... Which is weird, because that's the colors of Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I know that, like, just from hunting and shooting and stuff like that, green is... Like, they have a green dot and red dot scopes, and the green is more... Your eye's more attracted to green. You can pick it up easier. Yeah. And you see it better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of... That's cool, because it makes, like, him the focal point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're focused on him. Exactly. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. And he cool. wanted that. That's awesome. That's, uh, that's really cool. Heck, yeah. And then um, Freddy's weapon. Now, Wes Craven didn't want to be like, you know, those other legends, Michael Myers, you know, running around with a kitchen knife and Jason Horhees with a hatchet. He wanted to think outside Legend. the box. And he ended up getting his inspiration because his cat with his claws – used to scare the shit out of him but also he ended up looking at infomercials <laughs> of night knife sets oh yeah the knife sets oh, those uh-huh. two little yeah, yeah, ideas yeah. so it's he the ginsu up, knife yeah set. but wait there's, there's more. more there's more that's cool so it just goes to show how what it's what is inspired yeah, West how Freeman. all these events in his life Led up to this fucking legend of a series. Which is cool, because I thought he got it from Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> which came out like 10 years later. Yeah, I say, how fucking dare you? 
How fucking dare you? <laughs> you fucking well, dick. Well, you, know, so, you know, Johnny Depp, you know. We'll not mention it. Well, well no, we got to. to if we're talking about this. Uh, yeah, I, you know, the first yeah. movie it was so, Johnny here, Depp's here's, here's first funny debut. Thing, funny thing about Johnny Depp, this was his first movie debut. Yep. Do you know what he was doing before this? No. Jerking he was in a rock band. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, I could see that. I mean, he tours all the, all the time. Uh-huh. As yeah, Captain was, Sparrow. Rock band. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. Captain Jack Meehoff. Quit it. Captain Jack Meehoff Sparrow. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's awesome, though. I like that. Well, I like knowing that. So. Real, real quick, with the whole Johnny Depp, since we ended up hitting that, um, it, whenever they actually casted during the casting, it came down to 20-year-old Johnny Depp or another young actor, and the only reason why Johnny Depp got that role is because Wes Craven's daughter got to pick between the other person, Johnny Depp, of who would be the handsome hunk. So, Wes Craven, Johnny Depp, thank Wes Craven's daughter for your career, the start of it. probably did, believe me. Honestly. (laughs) In more ways than one. (laughs) You know, it was funny. Johnny Depp was actually supposed to be the... The hunky, like football type jock. Uh, that that character of Glenn was supposed to be a jock. Yeah, but he's want, so not that. They, so they soft. Were looking, <laughs> so they were soft. looking for somebody that was, you know, pretty big and muscular for yeah, that part. Exactly. And uh, they ended up with uh, Johnny Depp, who is not <laughs> at all. <laughs> but uh, it turned out better than they thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> so especially for Johnny Depp. All right, so let's just get into that then. You know. Uh, there is literally, if you include uh, the remake. Do we have to? Yeah, I, I mean, we'll talk about it because we're going to get into that I part, know. but uh, we'll get there. There's, If you include the remake, there's nine, but there's eight kind of, I guess you would say, chapters yeah. to this or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing about all that is that Wes Craven only directed two of them, and that was part one, and that was New Nightmare. Yep. Those are the two that he did, which we'll get further into that, but I fucking yeah. love the concept of New Nightmare. Yeah, um, yeah. I loved it. Great uh, but anyway, let's start with part one, 1984, when it came out. Wes Craven directed it, and that is Nightmare on Elm Street. And it only took him 32 days to create. Yeah, so I mean... 32 days. And That's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you see, was most of you, everyone listening to this has probably seen Nightmare on Elm Street. If you mm. haven't, you have to go back and watch it, or you can't call yourself a horror fan. You have to go fan. back to your childhood and watch it. Yes. Yes, back in time. I do it all the time. <laughs> Anyways, um, like I said, it came out, and um, the, the original Nightmare on Elm Street was like... Kruger in this, who is played by Robert England, the great Robert England that we all love. The legend. The legend, which is one thing, since I was going to mention real quick, that all of these, aside from the remake, got right. They were all different directors, and there were so many different character changes, but Robert England played Kruger Stay in every fucking And that was the best thing they could have ever done. Because they... Switched up some characters uh, as far as like different people playing the same person. Yep, and it is what it is. But I don't think they would have got the same kind of 
outcome without having fucking Robert England as Kruger. Right. Yeah. Which we all know from the remake. Yeah. But anyway. Do you know who they were originally supposed to cast as Freddy Krueger? Who is that? It was the British actor, David Warner. I'm yeah. glad they didn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad the reason didn't. why he didn't get the the role is because they couldn't fit him in his like into the schedule. The oh, schedule yeah, I remember, was off. I remember that's the that. only yeah. reason why. But um, thank God. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I can't I mean, imagine that with. A, well, we have seen it with somebody other than Robert England, and he is by far the quintessential Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah, God. and you know, and that's even today when you see him in other movies where he's not. Well, Freddy we talked Kruger, about that in yeah. Urban Legend. You still look at him as Freddy Krueger. Oh, for sure. And like I said, in Urban, when we did our Urban Legend episode, mm-hmm. you know, yep. like he watched, he looked at the screen, and was like, you know, they're thinking of Krueger whenever. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. and he, oh, yeah. But um, like I said, guys. That's one thing that all these got right, excited from the aside from the remake, is that Kruger, that Robert England played Kruger and all, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, Wes Craven he did direct the original, and um, you got to see the debut of like you guys just mentioned Johnny Depp. Yep. But there were some other actors in there. Um, John Saxon, yep. the great, uh, John, the great Saxon. John Saxon. I mean, everybody knows him. Uh, Lynn Shay. Uh huh. Yeah. Which you guys know her from. Insidious. Yeah. And if you guys don't know, Lynn Shay, the only reason why she was in this movie, she played the school teacher. Mm-hmm. The only reason why she was in this movie, because the, she was the producer's brother, <laughs> Robert Shay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy because you also have Mimi Craven, mm. who is Wes's wife. Well, yeah. I guess ex wife. Ex wife. Well, <laughs> but, um, widowed. Okay, so yes. they were still together. Well, I would. I, I don't know that. Yeah, I think the guy, I, I think, I can't remember. But anyways, guys. He gave her the act. Yeah, Mimi Craven was in this, uh, who is Wes's wife. And then you have Heather, uh, was it Lang, Lang, Langenkamp? Langenkamp. Langenkamp. And let's, she. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. What okay. a cool name, Wes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Wes. Well, I'm glad you, thank you for that pointless Wes. information. <laughs> That's what I did. Oh, anyways, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the first one, um, it was, uh, you know, super gritty as far as, like, uh, Kruger was... We talked about this a little bit earlier, Bree, at the house. Yeah. You guys were mentioning, um, you know, how he's... The colors, like, the, the way he looked. Yeah, like, his makeup was completely different in the first one. He kind of had, like, a green, dark tint. Like, he was his face makeup was a little bit darker but Mm -hmm. as you've seen throughout the collection of movies his face has gotten more detailed and a little bit brighter Mm -hmm. but can i can i uh, add something to that you got four seconds (laughs) (laughs) so uh the uh guy that did the makeup effects and designed kruger's face yeah in the first movie (laughs) do you guys know what he how he came up with that design Uh uh-uh it was from a pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Oh, no. wow. I can, seriously, seriously. Uh, I just watched an interview with him, and he was talking about he was somewhere, that, you know, he was trying to come up with this design, and he was at a pizza place and eating a pizza, and he looked down, and he was like, I wonder if uh. I slid these pepperonis around. Hell, yeah. And he yes. watched the way the cheese melted. Melt it. And I can see it. Cool and so shit. that's how he came up with the idea for his face. That's, that's really fucking awesome, cool. man. And like you had said, as you go farther into the series. Yeah. See, he only did the makeup effect on the first movie, and then he passed it on to yep. some other people. Yeah. Well, you notice Fre- Freddy's face changed mm-hmm. to where whenever you get to New Nightmare, mm-hmm. 
it's more it's not even a burn victim anymore it's like you've like it's cuts. more yeah. they, they, well they did it more uh what's the word anatomical yeah. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. so they made it look more like uh muscle where yeah. the skin had tore away you want to know something cool burnt. the guy who did my makeup for i did a wedding um on halloween um, I got my makeup professionally done. I was like a zombie clown. <laughs> the guy who did my makeup was an art student, and he actually helped come up and worked on the design for Nightmare, uh, New Nightmare. Really? That's so cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. He showed me pictures on his phone of when they were developing Yeah, it. there's all kinds of things that we'll talk about in New Nightmare. Oh, yeah, so yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's a cool little thing. Yeah, um, they said that it actually took every morning before they started shooting. It took him three hours just to put on his face. Like, yeah, yeah. Determination. I mean, to wake up that early to just put makeup on and sit there for three hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It would totally be worth it. So, um, yeah, the original guy's talking about 1984. You know, um, a lot of cool. uh, The scene where uh, the girl gets killed in the bed, you know, she's flying all around the roof and all this stuff. Uh That was so. Tina? Yeah, that was so (laughs) cool, dude. Fuck yeah, that was the first freaking murder scene. Like, Like. you really got to see where they were going with the movie. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this, about Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's something that I really love. Um, up to New Nightmare, they kind of did a little bit of um, CGI, but it's all practical effect type stuff, yes. uh-huh. which yeah. I love. They uh, the All the directors or whoever it was working in that department, like they, they did a great job with the special oh, effects. Oh, special effects were on point. Like They brought special effects to a whole different level, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, uh, in fact, that room that they used for that scene, you know, it was a contraption. Yeah. They use that same contraption in almost every movie. That's awesome. I'm happy that you brought up special effects because, you know, the scene where Johnny Depp dies, Glenn, Mm -hmm. how he gets Mm -hmm. sucked into Into the the bed. bed. Well, apparently, um, Glenn's bed was inspired by the similarity scene, blood pouring from the elevator and, uh, the shining. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, uh, to create that effect, um, the blood was created from 80 gallons of water mixed with red paint, which was poured through a set built upside down. So that whole yeah. scene oh, cool. was upside, yeah. upside well, down. So let me add to that because there's some weird, a weird thing that happened there. Yeah. <clears throat> so this contraption that I'm talking about, yeah. they could spin the room, but they, d- they did it manually. They would have all their you know set people come over, and they would grab these big handles, and they would just turn the room. That, that way they could control it better. Yeah. Whenever they did that scene, so he gets sucked into the bed. Yeah. They flip the room upside down, and they pour this blood through the bed yeah. onto the ceiling. Yeah. Interesting thing, when the blood, there's so many, so much blood going into this room, there was a, there was a light fixture. When oh, the water hit this. it, yeah. it started shorting out and it, sparking. Yep. Well, what happened was, is when the water hit the ceiling, but which is now the floor, because they flipped the room upside mm-hmm. down, the water sloshed, and they lost control of this room, and it flipped sideways on them. Well, there was a window in the room. All this blood come pouring out oh. of the window onto the crew. Oh, dude. <laughs> and it was electrified. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. They said nobody got hurt, but it was just a weird instance. Yeah. That they're lucky nobody got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, part, well, you know, before we go any further with talking about the different ones, let's talk about Freddy himself real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, that way we kind of introduce him into what we're going to be talking about. Oh, you know, yes. Freddy Krueger. 
That guy's a jackass. He's an asshole, but he's a funny asshole. He's my asshole. Uh, <laughs> Very sarcastic asshole. And well, I the thing it. is, it's well, like... It's he's... funny, in the first movie, he really wasn't. No. Yeah, see, and my, what I was going to say is, like, he um, is one of those... And I almost, I guess, kind of... Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees were kind of the same in this aspect. They were, like, the first serial killers or slashers where you were actually rooting for the... Or you're the there to see the killer. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Kruger kind of gave you that you're going for him vibe. You know, you wanted him to... All the time. Yeah, he's, he's the reason you kept going back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly, you yeah. know. And, um, but yeah, Kruger, you know, he was a... They didn't really explain this too much in the other movies. I think they explained but, it perfectly in the first one yeah. when the mom is downstairs in the basement. Well, but they they really they they don't get too much into it because they couldn't. The the NCAA or whatever yeah. was had told them they couldn't mention stuff about kids and mm-hmm. stuff because they had to tiptoe around they the had, idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was kinda, they kind of put out there that he was a child killer. Right. Yes. They didn't mention anything else. Yes. Yeah. Until you get into the remake, and we'll get into that yeah. later. But uh, so he was a child killer, and um, the families of these children that were uh, getting whatever by by Kruger ended up chasing him down and killing him. Yeah. The whole town got together mm-hmm. and and burned him up or whatever, and then he kind of uh, traded his soul so that he'd come back and. Get revenge, basically, right. on these people. On the babies of the parents. On the children. The children. Next for the generation. Children. So, um, yeah. So, he, And then he basically is a, like you said, dream murderer. He, yeah. get, he goes after children in their dreams and kills them in their dreams. Um, and, like you said, he's a smart ass. The first one, he wasn't really... Uh-uh. Uh, this is kind of the progression we talk about yeah, throughout the, the movie. he was kind of subdued a little bit. Well, you know? he was I mean, more he, of yeah. a, He made some remarks, but it wasn't over the top. Yeah. And the know? first like, one, he was, like, darker. He was kind of more, yeah. like, definitely a demon This type. is the introduction yeah. of Freddy Krueger. Yeah, you know, it was like he's... He was more actually, like, demonish. I, I love the first scene of the first movie with... You know, that whole scene of him actually creating his knife gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, like, one of my favorite parts from the original, from the first one that we're talking about, is, like, when he's walking down the, the uh, like, the path and his arms uh-huh. get longer and he's uh-huh. scraping, scraping the sides of it. against the fence line. Oh, man, it's going up and down. Yeah. Love it. Love it. They, they, do so, they did such a great job with the practical effects on this. It was crazy. Um... So, yeah, we're not going to go too deep into all the murders and all that stuff no. of the first one. But, yeah, that's just, you know, you get introduced to, um, to Nancy and all this stuff. Right. Um, I do want to talk about one of the go one ahead. of the death scenes. Uh, Rod, the yeah. Tina's boyfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, he, he ends the up getting arrested for Tina's murder. Bad boy. And he's in jail. Uh, like I said, I was watching this interview, and they were talking to a bunch of the different actors and stuff, and he was actually on there. And uh, in that scene where he's talking to Nancy through the door, you know, he's in the jail cell, uh-huh. yeah. she's outside, mm-hmm. and he's talking to her. And, you know, did you notice how, like, horrible he looked? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. 
come find out he was really really bad into drugs and stuff and he oh, showed so up on the set doped out of his mind dope sweats and when he started crying he was actually crying because he was Withdrawn. so disappointed oh. that he had you know come that to, he had come to that wow. that, that being said the guy's now been sober for 25 years there congratulations you go. there you so. go that's crazy, man. But he just felt like he let Wes Craven down by showing up all doped up on yeah. whatever it was. I don't think he said what he was on. Yeah. What yeah. he was on. He so, was probably high on. I'm in a motherfucking horror movie. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that's well, the first one, you know, was your introduction to Kruger yep. and um, everything. And you got near Nancy. Nancy won. Um, she comes in and does her thing. And then you get to part two. Part two. And I'm not going to talk about this very long because... No, real quick. Just family moves in uh, Nancy's old yeah. house. and I like the concept of it. Um, they could have done better with the casting. I, I mean, yeah. there's You got Robert England, of course. Yep. Um, you got Lyman <laughs> Ward was about the only other... One of the only other major people I could fucking... Say that we're in it, right. and he didn't yeah. have a big part. Um, mm -hmm. But the, I just, all in all, part two. I think the only scene from part two I liked was the beginning, whenever the the school bus was. Yes. The animation, the first scene. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the whole and that canyon. That was the one where the the floors the coming out, where and, Kruger got inside the kid, basically possessing. Yeah, the kid. Possessing it's the a possession. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about how. They uh, they didn't realize until after they had wrapped production on that movie, all of the homosexual innuendos that are in that movie. Oh yeah, everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the whole movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it is still considered to be the gay nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, and that's by the cast and stuff. Yeah, you know, that's just they didn't mean for it to come out that way, but it did. And, and it still turned out, you know, it, it's a great movie. Yeah, right? I don't know about well, great. It, <laughs> it's not. It's not a favorite, but it's, it's, it's not, not a great movie. Bad, but it's bad, not bad, bad, bad. Though. Well, let me it, get this. What happened? It it happened by accident, but it didn't ruin the movie. No. Is what I'm yeah. Saying. Well, now I was gonna say, yeah. like, to be honest with you, I, that's the first time I've heard anything about it. Yeah. But because to me, it's not a big deal. I don't give a shit. <laughs> about the get no 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 no. I just thought it was interesting. About know. the I don't care about the the innuendos. Yeah, the gay shit doesn't bother me. No. I love the gays. We are gay lovers. <laughs> well, because I never noticed it until they were talking about it, and they specifically talk about the scene where the coaches and uh -huh. oh yeah, yeah hardcore yeah, yeah. Straight up, man and, uh, his outfit that he was wearing I was just like dude are yeah, we at an 80s yeah. like yeah so I mean Orgy? the the reason why I don't like that movie is just because it it was not appealing to me at all it, it's a little different the way they filmed it different. everything the concept was cool but other than that you know and that was produced and that movie part two came out in 1985 guys and it was uh, directed by Jack Schul Shoulder Shoulder I don't know how you pronounce his last name. And it's called Freddy's Revenge. Um, like I said, the, yeah, the concept was cool. Um, I just don't know. It, this wasn't for me. Yeah. Then you get to one of the best ones in the whole fucking series. Yeah. Which is part three. Came out in 1987. And that is directed by... Dream, <laughs> Dream Warriors. Dream With Dokin, 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 whatever. I say Dokin. He says Dokin. Who is the blonde? Well, hey, just so you know, the band says Dokin, too. So. Hey, I don't care what the fucking band says. 
Who was the blonde? The blonde was Patricia Arquette. Okay. Yeah, the girl from Stigmata. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Patricia Arquette. That's David Arquette. Medium. Yeah. Um, Crazy. But uh, it's it was part three was directed by Chuck Russell, and I think he did a great job. Amazing. One of my favorite in the whole series, probably my number two in the whole series. Special effects were amazing. That is a lot of people's favorite, isn't that? It's not my favorite, but it's probably my number yeah. two. Yeah. It's my number two. It's a good one. Great moon. It's it's freaking so and good. Who does number two work for? <laughs> who does number two work for? <laughs> Part three is my number two. No. Number two. <laughs> but um, I love the scene with the TV. Well, how it say, grew. Well, <laughs> mechanical arms and grabbed her and yanked her out into Welcome to primetime, bitch. Welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> Through the fucking. Um, so, yeah, I I really like the this one. I love the whole concept of this one, how the guys, you got Kincaid. Yes, Nancy you know, comes back, too. Joey. Nancy like, comes back. Nancy comes into this one, you know, which is cool. It's she the same actress. Ball, yeah. So they got that right. The same actress. And um, so they go into this mental hospital because, you know, they say the kids. The crazy. The whole one thing I want to talk about real quick, too. Them damn kids are crazy. They're all crazy. All, all of these uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, something else they got right besides having Robert England play Freddy in all of them is the soundtracks. Yes. The whole entire series has fucking great soundtracks. Yeah, they do. Great they soundtracks. Do. And you know that little, uh, oh, I don't know, the atmospheric uh, song that they always play, that dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. That was actually wrote by, uh, I think, Nancy's boyfriend at the time. <laughs> oh, cool. He, awesome. uh, he was some musician, and, and he just he wrote it one day. You know, just they were talking about something, and he played that on the piano. And she's like, "Wow, that's pretty cool!" And they showed it to the director. And, that's fucking perfect. We and, want uh, it. They showed it to Craven, and he was like, "Yeah, well, we're going to use that's that." It. That's fucking that perfect. Is it. And I love it. This, I, that's awesome, man. Um, so, like I said, the guys, they're in there. She's a group of kids in this institution with Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, is in it. Yeah. He plays one of the uh, the main like nursing nursing aide. Yeah. Did he offer him a red pill and a blue pill? Yes. Well, they had red pill, blue pill, green. He had all that. Yeah. He had the good stuff. <laughs> he had the good stuff. Passing it out. Oh, give me that good stuff, baby. <laughs> um. Anyways. You didn't see me. Uh, so they're all in this like institution type thing. Um. Because in in the intro of this with per, uh blah 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 yeah. blah. <laughs> anyway, exactly. with Here Patricia with Patricia Arquette, the intro to this movie is so good. Yes, it is. Love it. You got Dokin. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> you got Dokin playing, guys, and um, like it she's does building look like Dokin though. I mean, well, I just I I like to pronounce words the way they fucking yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go with your big. He's trying, so. okay. Anyways, guys, um, she's making the house, the Kruger house, the and Kruger like her house. mom comes in, and but the whole Red the Dula. beginning intro this is awesome. They go to the institution because she's telling her mom that she's going crazy, blah blah blah, or her mom thinks she's going crazy. They take her to the institution or whatever, and that's that where you they sure going crazy. That's where they meet each other. They're the last of the Spawn children. They are the last of the Spawn children from the parents that murdered Kruger. So, um, yes, is that what it was? Yes, yeah. is it? Yeah, okay. and because I don't it, remember that one. Well, the introduction into the well, not the introduction, but the uh, they say it during one of their meetings. Yeah, they find and, out. And in the fourth episode, the fourth movie, we'll get into that too. Yes. Okay. The fourth movie, they kind of mention that. 
Um, Kruger does actually. Two more is what he says. Two more. But anyway, into. So, Dream Warriors is awesome because what happens in this one, guys, is that if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't, stop listening to this, go watch it, and then come back to listen to yeah, this. Yeah, quit your shit and go watch it. But anyways, the uh, all these kids who are the last of the spawn of the original Springwood children or whatever, mm-hmm. they, uh, which, yeah, well, anyway, we'll go into that. But anyway, uh, they kind of um, find out, find out they got these powers that they can control their dreams and they got these special powers inside of their dreams i can walk in my dreams yeah you know and uh king cage super strong i'm a wizard i'm a wizard <laughs> i can fly on unicorns wee, 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 wee. <laughs> you're gonna die buddy <laughs> anyways yeah, where you sit on that unicorn yeah, i sit on the front <laughs> <laughs> it's the best seat around it's the best spot anyways thank you so you got like all these, you know, you got um, the bad girl. She's a bad chick. She can fight. She got switchblades. Yeah, you know, yeah, she was awesome. Um, and it's got all these superpowers and stuff, and it's pretty cool, you know. Um, and the way they did it all, because they had it to where like you could, they could get into each other's dreams and help each other. Yep. So that was really super fucking cool. Dream and warriors. yeah, the freaking like I said, the soundtrack was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, when they had these group sessions, the kids were funny as shit, too. You know, um, Kincaid was really funny. Yeah. Was, I love Kincaid. Lots of passion. <laughs> and, uh, but they find out they can work together to try and defeat Kruger. And, like, some people die. You know, the puppet scene was really fucking yeah. cool. Um, where one of the he's kids. He's up in the air. Well, like, this, when he's walking, like, they got his veins. He's got his veins out of his arms. Out of his wrists like he's doing and everything. The fucking, like he's a, oh, dude. And such, Freddy Krueger's yeah. like a puppeteer. And, yep. And again, like I said, cuts. you know, with the graphics, they just, they killed it with these. Cuts fucking, the veins. Curl. Right on the floor. To me, it's a, it's a big plot hole here. How did all these kids get in the same dream? Well, we just said, we said they learned they that in their, in their, they learned that in this group meeting, yes, that they can control their dreams and they can have their powers in their dreams, right? And what they do is a group, they get a was that fucking uh, hypnotist, the yeah, little the pendulum metronome. Yeah. metronome. They yeah. get the metronome, tick, tick, tick. So they all, they fall, all asleep fall asleep together at the same time. And then they can come into each other's dreams. Okay, okay. Like, okay. Um, we'll learn more about that kind of when we just go into the other ones because you can learn how she brings, like, in the next one, she right. can bring them into her dreams. Yeah. So um, that's where they learned that from. Uh, most of them die, of course. Yep. Yeah. But it's a great movie. And at the end, you got Kincaid, Joey, and, yep. um, gosh dang it, uh, what's her name? Damn it. Purchase Arquette's character. I can't yes. remember. I forgot what her character's name was, too. Son of a bitch. Anyway, I should have wrote that down. <laughs> oh, actually, Sorry, I got guys. it right here. I got it right here. Hold on a second. I got it pulled up on my fuzz on right here. Kristen. Kristen. Kristen Parker. Um, so uh, Nancy finally dies. Yes, Nancy dies in this one. She's the one that kind of comes in and tells them what's going on and what she did. I know and, who's murdering you guys. Yeah. It's a great movie, man. This is fucking. This is one of the best. Like I said, this is my number two of the whole series. This is like one of the best ones. I love it. And like and like JT said, it's a majority of people that think that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, hands down. So, and then you go into part four. 
Part. Which came out in 1988. Four. 88 was the best year, bitches. <laughs> and That's it was, when I was born. And yeah. this one's called Dream Master. Master. Bader. Master. Dream Master. Master. And uh, yes, there you go. Some Metallica. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and this one was Careful, directed we'll get by. In trouble for that. Yeah, no sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. This one was directed by Rennie. Master Beta. Harlan. Master Beta. Never heard of a guy. The name sounds familiar. Rennie Harlan. He directed this one. Like I said, all these have different directors. Um, and this one is cool. I like this one, and I like the next one. Part five is great too. Um, but like I said, this one's called Dream Master. And this one has one of my favorite characters. And it's just because I'm a martial arts guy. <laughs> but uh, the lead the lead chick in this one, her boyfriend is, uh, or her brother, her um, brother is this martial arts guy and stuff like that. He the has cool a, guy. A karate kid moment in yeah, the garage. Yeah, get the whole cool. One of my, on a good band I like, I know you're not really big into uh, certain music besides metal. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a band that he's listening to that I actually got into just because of that movie. I was like, well, one of the songs is kind of cool. I got into him, and I, now I can't remember fucking name. Nah, nice. You like that? Well, yeah. You I like where like I went? Do you like where I went there? That's a, that's, <laughs> hey, that's to a dead end. You get old. Exactly. <laughs> I had a brain fart, guys. Damn it. But anyways, anyway. um, I love the concept of this one, too. Because this is one of the ones where they switched up the... Repeat, uh, repeat, repeat. Yeah, well, repeat this dream. is one where they switched up the character because Patricia Arquette does not come back and yes. play um, Kristen in this one. No. Um, but Kincaid is back and Joey's back. And this is where you kind of learn that she can bring them into her dreams. Like, whenever she needs help, she like... And this one's cool because it pops right off. Yeah. Oh, this yeah, This one it pops does. right off, um, which is awesome. And don't even make it through the credits. Nope. And she brings in freaking Kincaid and Joey into the dream and this and that. And right they, off the bat. They meet into they meet each other at school the next day and they're like, look, you gotta stop doing this shit, blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um Well, and then you meet her boyfriend who's the karate guy, and her sister who ends up being the main chick in this movie. No. Her boyfriend is the jock. No 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 her no. brother is I said, listen, listen to what I say. Listen to what I say. I know what you're saying. I said that you meet her boyfriend, mm-hmm. the blonde Patricia Arquette's old character, Kristen. Her boyfriend is the brother of the of the main character girl. He's the karate guy. Okay. In this one. Yeah, and then the main character winds up dating the jock guy. Who and now we've lost control. Ah! No, we're not. We're, I know where I'm at. <laughs> Trust me, I've been watching this for the last three days. <laughs> but anyway, and plus I love this one. Of my favorite series. Um, so. Kristen, her character's boyfriend is the karate guy, and her his sister, who winds up being the main character in the movie, um, winds up hooking up with the new kid in school who's a jock guy. Oh, the new kid's on the block. Yeah. But anyways, um, you meet a lot of interesting characters. They got, they got another hard-ass chick in this one who's like a weightlifter chick. She's a tough girl, you know, kind of got the blown-out 80s hair. I like I like her kill scene when yes, she turns into the earlier. cockroach. We watched, we watched it, yeah. Well, well, the part where she's benching and her arms fucking yeah, like she's turning into a cockroach, man. She's As, like lifting up, and all of a sudden these cockroach legs. Well, Kruger's come out of her on elbows. Yeah, Kruger's on top of her, and he's like. 
pushing down, and, and she's trying to push against them, and like, bam, her fucking arms pop out. <laughs> I was like, God nice. dang. And then it ends up him freaking grabbing the roach trap. Awesome scene. And smushes it, and it all goos to the well, side. Well, what's cool about it, too, is that like he's walking around with it, so it shows <laughs> on the inside, and he's like walking around, she's like, and he like looks inside of it with his eyes. <laughs> and she's like, Such a great scene. But, uh, this one's a cool concept, too, because as her friends are dying in this one, they uh, she ends up getting, like, a certain kind of power from them. So, like, uh, when... All their powers are when, combined in one. Yeah, when Kristen dies, who's he from the part from Dream Warriors, she kind of gives her her ability to bring people into her dreams. And she starts acting like her and getting the confidence. Uh-huh. and Which is kind of weird, though, because it also kind of screws her other friends over because now Kruger's using that to go after her friends yes. whenever she's asleep. Yes. It's kind of neat, though, to see her character be kind of as a weak character and build into a strong, strong. character. Mm-hmm. And, cool. and it's cool, like I said, because like, she slowly, like whenever her brother dies, spoiler alert, <laughs> oh wow! Well. When her brother dies, uh, he fights Kruger in the scene or whatever. He gets his kicks in and stuff. He hits him a few times, but when his brother dies, she gets the karate ability yep. and all this stuff. So she learns how to fight. She get yeah. So when her friend, her weightlifting friend, strong girl chick dies, she gets her. You know, yep. and it's cool at the end. She ends up you know taking all that and putting on the karate kid band around yeah, her neck, <laughs> around and- her hand, and then her and her freaking uh, jock boyfriend. go after freddy krueger or whatever but there's a cool scene like brie was talking about earlier where her friend um who the weightlifting chick she in her dream she knows she's gonna die so she wakes up and she goes to meet her boyfriend that that jock guy well she comes around a corner and she's like hurry up we gotta go something we gotta go warn such and such so they get in a vehicle and take off they get to her house and like she's like all right here we are And when she gets out and takes off running to the house they're back in front of the diner right in front of the diner again Mm. and she's like come on we gotta go repeat and then like the third time they're getting in the vehicle and the guy's like i swear to god we've done this before (laughs) Uh uh-huh nice but yeah it was cool there's a lot of this one's a really good one too i like it a lot um it's not it's yeah, definitely one of the best ones of the series. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's it's a good one. Um, so then you know they go after Kruger and they do their thing, and she fights Kruger at the end, and um, pretty cool scene at the end. Actually, I'll leave that go though. You guys need to watch it. Yes. Um, and then you go into part five, number five, which was brought out in nineteen eighty nine. So basically, these movies actually came out fairly yeah. fucking. Oh yeah, in well, on point. Yeah, uh, part five, they kind of rushed it out. Yeah, because it came out like, yeah. and actually it was a good one. I like Part Five a lot, and it's called Dream Child, and um, it was uh, directed by Stephen Hopkins. Why that name sounds familiar to me, I don't know, but I know that name. Hmm. No. Um, anyway, it's called Dream Child, and in this one, uh, the characters from the Part Four, which is cool, they brought the same ones in, yep. you know. Um, they had the uh, jock and the main girl. She ends up having a baby, or she's pregnant anyway. And she finds out she's pregnant, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, her friends are all different types of... It's crazy because with her friends, they're all, like, they're all so different. Yeah. You know, in this one. And um, a lot of cool-ass scenes in this one. One of my favorite scenes... There's actually a few of them, but one of my favorite scenes is how her fucking boyfriend dies from the part four. Yes. 
He's on. He gets on his bike, right? And he's fucking riding his crotch rocket, and he's flying down the road or whatever. And then like he's falling asleep or whatever, mm-hmm. and like uh, Kruger comes up. And his face comes up out of the front, Motorcycle. like in front of him. He's like, yeah. "You got the need for speed." Uh-huh. And like, he starts injecting his hands into his fucking arm. Right, yeah, the motorcycle right. is one of the becoming best. One with yeah, him, yeah. yeah. They they He's actually uh, they cut a lot of that out from if you watch the uh, uncut version, you get to see that whole scene. The they were uh, talking to the effects people about that, and it said that. Uh, they said that they were pretty disappointed when they saw the final cut come out because they, yeah. they cut out a lot. All those, yeah, uh. a lot of the stuff. That scene is actually a lot more gruesome when you see the uncut version. Uh, Fuck yeah, I'm gonna have to, to check that, that out. I haven't. I didn't even know they did that. See, and that's cool. And that's one of my that's favorite. Awesome. That's one of my favorite scenes, man. Because like he's. He's riding that bike, dude, and it's fucking going up his arms, and he's like, mm-hmm. you got the need for speed. He's fucking flying. I was like, dude, that's so great. Yeah. And then, um, you know, uh, one of the characters in here I really like, and that's the dude who draws the comics. Yeah. I love his character. And, like, um, he actually has this cool-ass scene. His death scene is actually really, really cool because, like, he actually fights Freddy. Mm-hmm. And, is, and then you got Super Freddy that comes out, you <laughs> know, because the they do it in a comic world. Point. Yeah. Great, great movie. Yes. Um, I liked it a lot. Uh, this is probably like my number three, if I had to say number three, and then part four would be my number four. Um, but I liked it a lot. Great movie. You guys have to watch that one for sure. Uh, the next one is my favorite of the whole series, and that is part six, which is Freddy's Dead, and it came out in '91. And this one was actually directed by a girl, I believe, Rachel uh, Talale. Okay. Something like that. I don't know how mm-hmm. you pronounce her last name, but um, this is my favorite. The soundtrack is fucking killer on this one. I love it. Uh, I like the concept of this one because um, <laughs> Kruger has a shit ton of great one-liners in this one. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> basically in this one, guys, this is where I was getting at earlier when I kind of like vagued off for a minute because I was they're supposed to be the last of the Springwood children. Yeah. But like kind of find out there's Yeah, there's more. There's more. So uh then again that's what you get with different directors and stuff. Yeah. They get their own their little twist. Their own little take on it. Yeah. But this one was great, you know, the the intro to this one, like <laughs> he's on the plane <laughs> and he's he's trying to fly out of Springwood, guys. He's trying to get away. He's the last one, he's trying to get away. And, like, the lady sitting next to this old lady, like, the typical old lady <laughs> with glasses and, like, her curly-ass hair and this and that. And he's complaining about something, and she's like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Out. I love it. I love it. And uh, I hope I'm like that when I get older. <laughs> oh, you will be. I know. So <laughs> but, uh Probably a little worse. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, man, and anyways, he ends up waking up because he's dreaming, of course, and, like... uh Freddie sends him out to go get basically his child. I don't want to, I kind of want to spoil it, but. Just do it. I mean, shit, if you haven't watched it yet, yeah. go fucking watch it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do it. Anyways, Freddy Krueger has a daughter, right? We all know that from, this, from the movies. Well, he sends him out to go get the daughter, to bring him to his daughter, basically, through him. Mm-hmm. And, uh,. So, basically, he goes to this new place where Kruger's daughter works. She doesn't know the time that she's Kruger's daughter because, of course, she got put up for adoption. 
Um, and it's like she works at like a I don't know what would you call it like a like a a reform school or not really. Mm. It's like a it's like a place for children's with problem but it's not juvenile hall though because no. it's weird I, I don't know it's like a shelter i guess you it, would say there you go that would be good um for kids who have you know behavior issues all this other stuff yeah. like that and um so she go he goes there and makes his way to there he 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 can't remember anything i'm assuming because of uh at first, he couldn't remember much of what's going on, and then he slowly starts figuring out what's going on. And this whole time, he thinks that he's Kruger's kid. Yeah. He's thinking the whole time that's him, but it's really not. No. It's his daughter, who is the chick who heads up the reform school, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The and there's a, there's a list of kids here who have their own little deals, you know, and it, the kill scenes in this one are really cool. Um, the fight scenes in this one are really cool. The ending is what I really love because they bring Kruger into the real world. Yeah. And it's a great it fucking... A, it was a cool-ass scene. Great sure. ending. You got anything else you want to mention over here? I see you pointing. No. no okay, okay. So, uh, I mean, for me, this is my favorite. What's your favorite? Oh, it's hard. Uh, I'd say Dream Warriors, and then I like Freddy vs. Jason. Which we haven't got to yet. No, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Freddy vs. Jason is a great But movie. I like a lot of them. I mean, honestly, oh, yeah. out of yeah. all the legends, I'd have to say Freddy Cougar's my man. Like, I've always loved... That's what I grew up with, like, watching the movies over and over and over again. So, so yeah, I just wanted to get that out there real quick. Yeah. But... We're not going to ask JT because he doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> uh, I said, do you even have Because I don't you? like any of them. You know I said, do you, no. do you, I do, I do you have a favorite? Or? It's a great series. If I had to pick a favorite, though, honestly, i got to go old school and go with the original. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because I saw that, you know, that movie came out when I was like 13. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah perfect time. You know, so, you know, it, it kind of hit hard, you know. And, and then from there, it, it just... I don't know. It kind of got a little campy, yeah. you know, after and it's that. It's crazy gotcha. now you like campy shit. Well, I do. I do. And I'm. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't like this series. Yes, I, I love this series. It's just Freddy Krueger was never one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody's, that's the whole point of us talking about this exactly. stuff, guys, because everyone has their own opinion on it. Absolutely. We can still all love each other. We love each other. Disagree with shit. And what know? do we say about opinions? Motherfuckers. Like assholes. Everybody's got one. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Mine smells like roses. Roses. Stinks. Lavender. Lavender rose. Anyways, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, Freddy's Dead is my favorite. But now we're going to get to uh, some of the newer stuff. Um, well, I guess part seven, uh, which is New Nightmare, which is one, which is a gra- probably one of my favorite concepts yeah, yeah. of the entire yeah. series. Wes Craven came back there for this one. Holly Archer boy and he actually was in this one. And it was cool. It was cool how they did that because it wasn't titled A Nightmare on Elm Street. It was New Nightmare. New Nightmare. And their their whole I love their uh their advertisements for that. Yeah. Because you had no idea. You were like, "Oh man, this looks really freaking cool." And at the very end, the screen would go black and then you'd see Freddy's head come out and he'd be like, "Did you miss me?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was really cool, cool the way they did their. And this one came out. That's cool. This one came out in '94, guys. Uh, and this has a fucking really good concept, man. Oh, for because sure. basically it's following Nancy from the original, mm-hmm. but her in real life. Yeah, 
Well, and that's everybody in real life. Exactly. They, they even do Robert England. And it's it's funny because it's their actual life. Wes Craven got a hold of everybody. He said, hey, I got an idea for a movie. Are you guys going to be okay if I like dig into your personal lives? That's cool. So it's actual, this movie is actual real shit from their real lives. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and, it, and it's so cool because like with this one, they kind of bring in like... Uh, it's cool because what he says is Wes Craven's actually in this, and when when Nancy goes and meets with with him, uh, he says he's been having he had a dream about this, you know, mm-hmm. this idea for a movie, right? And but it's like writing itself, yeah, and it's coming out into the real world, and like basically Kruger is coming out and writing his own story, it's so he can keep hands. going. You know, kind of like with um, Freddy's Dead, you know, that's a classic sign. He says, every town has an Elm Street. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he wants to come out. and you My know. street's actually off of Elm. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the concept of this one's excellent, man. Like, like I said, he's bringing, Kruger's writing his own story. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, bringing himself out. And they really fucking change his look up on this one. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Completely mm-hmm. different. Well, not completely. I mean, he you can still tell it's him, but yeah. like his face, he's went from a burn victim to, like we were talking earlier, you know, the more anatomical. Oh, yeah. You know. Yep, yep. And this one's great, guys. You have to watch it. It's 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 a, a really good one. Um, and then you have the newer stuff, which is like uh, Part 8, which is... What we were just talking about, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Love it. Came out in 2003, yeah. and it was directed by Ronnie Yu. Why you? You, I'm assuming. Why? You. Why you? <laughs> you why? Because I liked it. Though. Yeah, that's why. But, uh, yeah, thoughts on this one? Since- uh, I, like the, I like the fact that, you know, you know, it's Jason vs. Friday. But the way that their characters, since they're going against one another, it was like Jason was the good guy, but Freddy was still the bad guy. Yeah, it's like yeah. everybody was rooting for like Jason or Freddy. It's like you have to pick a side. But right. I felt like right. the characters, it's like everybody was kind of rooting for Jason to get Freddy. Yeah. Well, the kill count is so lopsided on this yes. because, you know, Jason kills way more people than Freddy does. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about this is, is that Freddy basically brought Jason back to life. Right. Yeah. And because Freddy, people weren't dreaming about him. Mm-hmm. Yes, Freddie was, was afraid which of is him. what I was, which is what I was gonna mention too. Because like it's cool because the kids that remember Freddie were put inside this insane asylum and gave him this medicine that uh, suppresses yeah, dreams. What, rohypnol. Rohypnol yes. or some crap rohypnol, like that. Rohypnol, I think, is what it was called. Yeah. What? Whenever. It suppresses dreams. Whenever. Whenever Freddy turns into what the the caterpillar. The, the caterpillar or from. Oh my yeah. god, that was a hilarious yeah. scene. But uh. Yeah, that's cool because, like, all these kids, they're, they forget about it. And um, so Freddy's like, I have to bring back Jason. And he brings Jason back. And he's basically in Jason's head the whole time because Jason technically is As sleeping. his mommy. Right. As his mom. Yeah, and he's in his head the whole Jason, fucking time, man. It's, I need you to yeah, wake up, killer, Jason. Killer movie. Killer movie. The way they yeah. put it together, the way they directed it. The, and the fight scene, like yeah. they, them yeah. throwing each other into their own world, mm-hmm. and they ended up actually going into the real world. And, and yeah, Love the, it, man. The, this movie was fantastic from beginning to end. Yep. I mean, it yeah. just, it 100%, was a, it man. It was a very fun, entertaining mm-hmm. Yes. roller coaster ride. Like that part where fucking... Because, uh, like... <laughs> Kelly Rowland's in this one. Yep. I know Chris is over there going to give me a dirty look. 
bastard. <laughs> Kelly Rowland's in this one. And fucking Kruger at the end, like towards the end when I had a fight scene, he's like, ooh, dark, dark meat. meat. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was like, no fucking way. The perv way. came out. No fucking way they said yeah. that shit. Yes, they did. Yeah. But uh, Freddie likes what Freddie yeah, likes. Yeah, this one was great from the beginning. And guys, this is a fun ass. It's movie. a good yeah, one. It is. It is. There's guys, a lot of funny scenes too. So it's not like a scary scene. It's just I don't know. Yeah, it is it's good. It's funny, and I'm gonna have to throw out my horror card here because just so you guys know, this is the only Freddy Krueger movie I own. Loser. Hey, I'll give you props though because it's a good one. It is. It's great. It is a good one. Loser. (laughs) Loser. I just haven't ever bought the other ones. Oh, you're good, man. I was like giving you shit. You know I love you. I've seen them and didn't think they were worth watching again. Oh, Oh, now I fucking hate you. Now I fucking hate you. you We're done talking. Now you gotta die. Can't believe he just. And now that. we're gonna get to the fucking what meat and potatoes of this shit, the remake. The meat and uh, potatoes. And I'm out. I love this. I love this movie. Except for Kruger. I, I would just have to agree. agree with you. This movie had a really dark theme to it. Fuck Good yeah. potential. The darkness was very Great. creepy. Yeah. The atmosphere in this movie was, was perfect. If fucking yeah. Robert England played that part, dude, it this movie be would be my favorite. Points. Yeah. It was so good. Except for Kruger's part. Yeah. yeah. The darkness was great. I love the way they filmed it. I I, I, I just everything the casting. about it. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love the actor. It's just not the, his role. Uh, uh, it's yeah. not his yeah. role. But it's just not his role, man. Um, There's one and only. If England would have been in this one, man, God, it would have been a, just a hit. It would have been a major hit. Yeah. Because, I mean, the darkness of this movie, yeah. the atmosphere yeah. of this movie was just awesome. And how they got really deep into the backstory yes. of Kruger. Yeah, man. You know, it was just really it was disturbing. Good. It was good. Yeah. It was good, all except for that. And this was directed, by the way, by uh, Samuel Bayer. Um, I like the directing. I just I, you can't replace Robert England. No, no. This is the one and only. You, guys. you yeah. cannot replace Robert England. And that's just there basically. are some uh, there are some movies out there where you can replace the main character. Nobody's ever gonna balk too much about it. Yeah, you know, uh, one of my favorite series, Halloween. Michael Myers was a different person in every movie. Yep. But yeah, he never says anything. He, you know, Mm-mm. you can get away with that in a movie like that. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth had several different Jasons. Yep. Some of them I like better than others. I got to give props to Kane, Kane Hodder. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but uh, you know, you can get away with that. Yeah. You know. Uh, this you can't get away with. Oh he, no, not at he, all. He's too much of an integral part. He of made the story. that character iconic. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Iconic. You know, and now they're talking about redoing it again. Jesus tits. No. And their thoughts are they're going to use Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and that was actually by Robert England's fucking yeah. uh, handpicked. Which yeah. I think that they ought to just fork up the money and get Robert England to do it again. One last time. Yeah. Come on, See, now. Take one last the, ride. What sucks, yes. man, is that I just fucking wish they would have put him in this one. If they would have put him in this remake, god damn it, it would have been fucking It would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is what it is, though. It is what it is. It is. So, yeah, guys, that's our little episode here on uh, 
Nightmare on Elm Street. I can't believe we shoved all of that into one hour. We did good. It. I think we did great with yes. it, man. Because um, I didn't want to dive no. too deep into the movies We themselves. would be here for like hours and hours Fuck, and hours. Because yeah, there's I, so much information. I mean... You know, it is what it is. We might eventually in the future we'll do break an down. Easter egg episode at some point. Yes, because I actually had a couple Easter eggs, but I, I was going to yeah. say that until because yeah. we need. Yeah, because I think it. what we would do is like some of our favorite and actually do the whole ep- the, yeah. the actual movie and go deep into it. You know, yeah, uh, which I like going deep into it. <clears throat> Krista, <laughs> hey, she agrees. How folks. you doing over there? Hey guys, Krista's been with us this whole night. Thanks, Krista. <laughs> we love you. She's put up with us much. <laughs> <laughs> she puts up with a lot. We love you. She's just over there eating her worm. Yep. She's getting her thing. Mm. Giant Kit Kat, guys. Oh, hey, shit. there's giant Kit Kats there. You didn't tell me you had a Kit Kat. And we're not talking about the big giant Kit Kat, like one. We're talking about there's four Kit Kats and they're huge. And yeah. That's what Krista got. Oh, yeah. And she's so, getting it. Anyways, guys, anyway. we love you guys. Yeah. Thanks you for all your support. We hope you enjoyed this one. Um, Yeah. We're tired. (laughs) We love you guys. Thanks for support. We love you. And we will see you guys next time. And until then, keep keep it creepy. creepy. (laughs) Never sleep by.